it's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Hello, my name is Marty and welcome to this here podcast. This is where we boot through a week of music history in less than 10 minutes. We're looking at the week of January 22nd until 26th. The week that Axel Rose lost a buddy that was only a year ago. As I'm sure many of you are, are still in shock as I feel I'll continue to be for quite some time. This week, Jim Morrison here for a good time. With the doors, not a long time. We got one message, and that is... We gotta get ourselves together. And Bob Dylan sells out in the spirit of Father Jack of Father Ted fame. Women's knickers! That's right, but here's Bob Dylan. Ladies' garments. All of that and more over the next few minutes. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. It was this week in 1972 that David Bowie came out as bisexual. This was during an interview in Melody Maker and then soon afterwards he was on the television being grilled about the same thing. He and she's you've loved in your time, haven't you? So I've read. (laughs) I've only heard... Two, um, but it was you, you've been asked the question whether you're bisexual or not. Too many times. Yes, and you you've never quite answered it. Oh, I have. I said I was bisexual. That's enough. Mm. Mm. Does that mean though that you really are, or does that mean that you you're you're keeping some? Kind I've of answered the question. Time? Right. Okay. This week in 1994, the world said goodbye to the American actor and singer Telly Savalas. He died at age 72. This man played Kojak on the telly, had the greatest speaking voice. Oh, he was just a gorgeous sounding man. Um, here he is on the television talking about his name, Telly Savalas. Love you, baby. You're beautiful. Are you bald on purpose? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, not necessarily God's will. He did leave a little something up there, but I had it shaved when I played Pontius Pilate in The Greatest Story Ever Told. The name, too. The name is very, very strange. It's not really Telly, though, is it Telly? Oh, it's Telly, and it's been Telly long before that Telly has been around. But what, what's, what's the real long name? Telly is the diminutive of Aristotele, which is a Greek name. Anglicized and bastardized, it's Aristotle. But in Greek, it's Aristotele, and Telly is the affectionate short name for it. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. In 2023, just one year ago this week, Lisa Marie Presley, the only daughter of Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley, is buried. Here's Axel Rose. As I'm sure many of you are, are still in shock, as I feel I'll continue to be for quite some time. I feel like I'm supposed to be texting her like right now, saying I'm here, telling her how, how wonderful everyone is. I never in a million years imagined singing here, and especially under these circumstances. This is truly devastating, and I'm sure excruciating for everyone here and all of those affected by her passing. Back in 1990, the guitarist Alan Collins died. He played in Leonard Skinner. It was pneumonia after being ill for several months. He was one of the founding members, and he also co-wrote most of the band's big songs, including Freebird with Ronnie Van Zant. Alan Collins had been through the ringer. He managed to survive the plane crash in 1977 that killed other members of Leonard Skinner. The fourth member of the 70s Southern Rock supergroup to pass away. Singer Ronnie Van Zant, guitarist Stephen Gaines, and backup singer Cassie Gaines having been killed in a 1977 plane crash. 
Collins had been paralyzed in a car crash four years ago, and although already personally devastated by the death of his wife, Kathy, from pregnancy complications in 1980, he had still turned up at gigs on the group's 1987 reunion tour. We're really into the world of planes, trains and automobiles and cruise ships at the moment. In 2016, the Scottish musician Jimmy Bain died. He was 68 years of age and he was on a Def Leppard Hysteria on the High Seas cruise. He was playing on that. Well, he was best known for playing bass in bands like Rainbow, and for Dio and he also worked with Thin Lizzy's Phil Linus co-writing on his solo albums including Old Town but this is what happened on that cruise A real tragedy uh, happened last night uh, just prior to Def Leppard performing when the band learned that uh, Jimmy Bain passed away here on the ship uh, in his cabin 1969, at the absolute height of their power, the Doors appeared at Madison Square Garden in New York City. The wheels would soon fall off. They were paid 50 grand for the gig, making them one of the highest paid acts of that year. Music History, the podcast. 2008, sadly it wouldn't save her, but Amy Winehouse was admitted into rehab in a battle to kick her addiction to drugs. They've tried to make her go to rehab and now she has. Amy Winehouse's planned appearance at the NRJ Awards in France on Saturday has been cancelled after the artist checked into a clinic. A statement's been released by Universal Music Group. It says that Amy decided to enter the facility after talks with her record label, management, family and doctors. We mentioned David Bowie at the start of our podcast today. Well, in 1978, after changing their name from Warsaw, which was inspired by a song on David Bowie's Low album, Joy Division made their live debut when they played in Manchester in England. Here is Ian Curtis. Apart from the factory groups, we have, we have a lot to do with the other groups on factory. So we tend to play a lot of gigs with them. Groups like the Buscocks, uh, we knew them when we started, really. You know, when, when we sort of see them, we talk to them, it's not very often. So we'd like to, you know, see a lot more of the Manchester groups. In 2004, Bob Dylan was paid by Victoria's Secret to fly to Venice and make a television advertisement with models very scantily dressed with angel wings on them. Now, some fans were upset that Bob would do a job like this. Others were saying fair play. Mind you, Bob was asked back in the 60s if he was to ever sell out, what would he sell out for? We're going to sell out to a commercial interest. Which one would you choose? <laughs> Bob? Um, ladies' garments. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. Back to 1965 we go and during a Rolling Stones tour of Australia and New Zealand, guitarist Keith Richards has his shirt torn off after 50 fans invade the stage during their gig at the Town Hall in Brisbane. It was a frantic tour opening for the shaggy-haired Rolling Stones, the most popular group in England after the Beatles. 
Then from their hiding place, five girls sprinted towards their idols, threatening to smuggle them before police intervened. Said the girls, though, it was worth it. And finally, this week in 1980, Prince made his television debut on the show American Bandstand. He was interviewed after his performance by Dick Clark, who hosted the show. Then the young singer froze and struggled to reply to any of the questions being asked. Not very show business-like. You learned to do this in Minneapolis. Where? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is not the kind of music that comes from Minneapolis, Minnesota. No. I said there's something, uh, something about the effect that you made a couple of demonstration in records when you were a teenager. You, you're barely more than that now, are you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, you got another year to go before you graduate. How many years ago did you, did you make these demos and then uh, have offers on them? And why would you turn it down? Um, they wouldn't let me produce myself. And that is a look at this week in music history from January 22nd to 26th. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks for time traveling. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast.